welcome to Warren Yara's Yuranuri. I'm recording from the Gadigal land in the heart of Sydney, Australia. Warren Yara is a Gadigal name meaning to seek, which sums up the mission of our health professions education research network here at the University of Sydney. And Yuranuri means many voices, which our podcast represents. So I'd like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging of all the lands on which we're present and to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples listening. I'm here with Carol Pizzuti, a medical anthropologist, currently a PhD student at the University of Sydney. Carol is here to talk about a recent paper she published in volume 39 of the Journal for Continue Education in the Health Professions, Optimising Multi-Source Feedback Implementation for Australasian Physicians with her colleagues, Michael Pooley and Michelle Daly. Carol, would you like to tell us a little bit more about your background and the study that led to the publication? Sure. Um, hello, everyone. And first of all, I would like to thank Lynn for this opportunity today. Um, going back to your question, as you said, I gained a um, Master's of Research in Medical Anthropology in Italy, and my final thesis was on obstetric violence. Uh, when I moved to, to Australia, I started working at the Royal Australasian College of Physicians, and at the time, the college was looking for a qualitative researcher to join uh, their research team at the professional practice, practice directorate to conduct an evaluation study on an, on an MSF trial or multi-source feedback trial. Okay. Um, the college was interested in conducting an evaluation of an MSF to explore how this tool can be used for physicians in Australasia. And I need to give you some background to to make clear why this happened. Yes, please do. Um, at the moment, there are regulatory changes going on in Australasia. Um, the Medical Board of Australia and also the Medical Council of New Zealand are highly recommending a stronger use of uh, continuing professional development activities focused on reviewing performance and measuring outcomes. Mm. So given these recent changes and also considering the role of the college in assisting its members meet their CPD requirements, the RACP has been recently very interested in understanding how it can actually help and support its fellows in use such a tool because the MSF is usually considered a reviewing performance tool. Thank you. I mean, you talk about multi-source feedback, MSF, um, but it can mean many different things to different people. There's not a single methodology. Perhaps you want to tell us a little bit more about what this means to you in your study. Um, certainly. Um, the term multi-source feedback, or also MSF, or also called 360 sometimes, <laughs> um, is usually... Um, you, this term is usually used uh, to refer to colleague feedback only. But in recent times, um, it is also used to mention patient feedback mm -hmm. and also um, a debrief session. Because in Australasia, um, it, has been, it hasn't been used in this way very often, we wanted to make sure to include all the kind of data 
um, possible. So our MSF trial included a participant self-assessment mm -hmm. and then a peers or colleague um, feedback form, a patient form for their feedback as well, and also a debrief session of the participant with a facilitator. So let's go in a little bit deeper in, into to that and also into your study methods. So what exactly did you do? Um, our evaluation study was based on a sequential mixed method design. And I would like to clarify that during the study, two different processes uh, were going on. Okay. Because on one hand, there was the multi-source feedback trial um, going on. That means that um, the RACP, RACP fellows were uh, conducting a full MSF cycle with an external provider. And at the same time, there was the research team uh -huh. of, the, of the RACP um, conducting this evaluation study on the MSF trial itself. I see. And this is important to remember, just because the, evalu the evaluation study happened in specific timing points during the MSF trial, and this is the reason why we decided to include a very nice infographic in the paper uh, that shows you when the MSF trial was happening and um, in which timing points the evaluation study happened with the surveys and the semi-structured interview. Okay, so your, your research methods that was wrapped around the trial was a, sur a survey and semi-structured interviews. Do you want to tell me how many participants were involved? First of all, all the participants are volunteers and they were selected through official channels. Mm -hmm. um, there were only 40 place, places available. Uh, and, but at the beginning, we decided to select 40, 43 physicians for different reasons. For instance, we wanted to have a good um, selection among the different specialties. And we selected them because most of them um, said that they would be able to uh, seek feedback from at least 15 colleagues right. because this was one of the requirements and also 35 uh, patients. 35, that's really good. It, it, it is. Um, at the end of the study, not everyone was able to complete the full cycle. So 37 completed uh, the data collection, uh, even if three of them completed just the colleague feedback, yeah. because we learned a lot about this. That, for instance, that some physicians are, um, for some physicians, it's actually very difficult to collect patient feedback. That's really fascinating. And, and actually for a qualitative study, that, that's, that's quite a significant number of uh, participants, given that the, all the different feedbacks were present. So without giving too much away, what's, what did you think was particularly novel about your study? Um, I think um, our study was quite unique because probably it is the first one um, in which um, Australasian physicians have been asked to provide feedback on a multi-source tool, multi-source feedback tool. Mm -hmm. um, the college is very interested in understanding what the insights and the opinions of the physicians are because we expect 
the MSF to be run more broadly and widely mm -hmm. in, in, the, in the future. And I think it's very important to understand what the needs of our physicians are and what their insights are. And the second um, element that I would define unique is the use of a virtual debrief. Oh. So usual debrief sessions are, hold, are held face-to-face, uh, -face. but because of the geography of Australia and New Zealand, we know that most of our physicians are spread out in the yeah. territory. And we also know that our physicians are very busy, so it might be hard for them to find, to make the time and um, for, for a debrief session face-to-face. Uh, so we gave them the opportunity to choose a phone debrief session or a video conference de debrief session. And we were very pleased to understand that most of them said that it was extremely valuable despite the logistics and that this kind of debrief uh, didn't actually affect the effectiveness and the value of the, of the session. And I think this is really important as well because that's this, the data was collected pre-COVID before we were all so used to Zooming everywhere and, and doing virtual. Exactly. I think it was now, in hindsight, it's very interesting to see how it was novel yeah. just one year ago. <laughs> yeah. And now everyone is very, very used to, to, to communicating virtually. It um, just shows how adaptable we all are. Given, given this is the first time in Australia, what kind of benchmarks did you use? Um, the MSF uh, was supported by an external provider and this provider was UK-based. Okay. And I would like to, to, to mention this because the RACP provided just a little, a little administrative support but the old trial was actually conducted by this external provider. Uh, because this provider is based in UK, we actually used a UK benchmark for our physicians. And this is not the only reason. The, the, the other reason is that because apparently we don't have a national benchmark for our physicians when it comes to professional uh, competencies or professional domains right. of their practice. This is not reported in the paper, but we know that the use of benchmark is considered highly contentious mm. for two main reasons. First of all, it is very difficult to compare different cohorts when, for instance, specialties are different or work settings are different and some physicians are quite concerned about this because they are worried about potential, potential skewed results. And the second, say, challenge with the benchmark is that they, it could be potentially demotivating for physicians because uh, benchmark, benchmarks, of, of course, are numbers and people could just focus on those numbers, especially yeah. when they are not very positive, instead of focusing on the overall feedback in a more holistic way, taking into consideration context and specific conditions. Yeah, yeah, I completely understand. Um, so without going into your findings, I think we'll move 
on to my final question, Carol, what's next for you? How does this work fit within your PhD? This is actually linked to what I mentioned before about the regulatory changes in Australasia. Um, as I said, the RACP is extremely interested un in understanding how review and performance activities for CPD purposes can work well for physicians. And on this hand, they are still working on MSF implementations at the moment to optimize them. On the other hand, there's another type of activity that's called measuring outcome category. And the college, to better understand um, optimal implementations of this activity, partner up with the Digital Health CRC recently. And together, um, this, they decided to, to give me, very thankfully, this opportunity to study how health data or large health data sets, like for instance, Medicare data or electric, electronic medical records or electronic health records could be used to support and inform continuing medical education programs and continuing professional development uh, practices. And here I am with my PhD. Oh, that sounds absolutely fantastic. I really look forward to hearing more about uh, the outcomes of that work. Uh, maybe we'll get you back at some point for another podcast. So I'd like to thank you, Carol. Um, Carol's, Carol Pizzuti was here to talk about a recent paper she published in volume 39 for the journal Continuing Education in the Health Professions optimizing multi-source feedback implementation for Australasian physicians. And we'll see you all again next time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You know.